going to be learning Lekutu Sichas, Parshas Miketz, and Chevet Kazvav, the first Sichar. We're going to use the translation, uh, the Lashon HaKadosh translation. Sif Aleph. B'sipa ha-tarash ha-parshaseinu b'nei'el ha-cholein parish shalahayu b'koya ha-chatumim la-paisroi v'chein ba-arichos ha-sipa o'ydes pesroin ha-shoyesu v'tzinu kamet miyas m'farshi ha-tarim. So in this week's parsha, it talks about the dreams of power. Uh, right, we had the seven, the dreams of the seven cows being the seven good cows being swallowed by the seven sickly cows. We also have the seven robust wheat being swallowed by the seven thin pieces of wheat. So regarding that whole story, and also regarding the tr- the interpretation that Yosef gave, we have many questions. Aleph, Pesrenya shal Yosef asher shava paris hatayvis v'shava hashabalim hatayvis mayus hashava shnei seveya. Regarding the interpretation of Yosef that the seven good cows and the seven good pieces of grain express seven, are, are telling us about the seven years of plenty. And the seven weak and thin cows and the seven weak and beat up um, grain they are representing the seven years of famine. This is a very simple interpretation. And it's very easy to understand what the interpretation of the dream is just by re- seeing the dream. We're talking about the seven healthy looking cows. It's very obvious what it refers to. These, how do you have seven healthy cows? That must mean there's plenty of produce, lots of grain, lots of grass. So what is this a simon for? Especially in that type of culture where there are farmers and people work with livestock. When you see seven healthy cows, which that's your business, uh, you know, it's like a, a lawyer having seven good uh, seven good clients come out of the uh, out of the yard. He knows exactly what it's referring to. If you're a farmer and you see seven healthy shavalim or seven healthy paris coming out, you know it's referring to good years. We don't, it, and it's obvious that the seven healthy uh, grains express and are representing. The seven years of plenty. And it's also understood on the other side that the weak paris and the thin shvalim they are a simon for the years of hunger. And all the other similar details also express this, this idea. Par sees the cows rising up from the yar. What is the nilus? The nilus was what watered and irrigated Mitzrayim. That was the source. The nilus was the source of wealth in Egypt. So when you see that the pars are coming out and of the nilus is obviously expressing that there's going to be plenty of rain and there's going to be plenty of produce. And since we the, the healthy cows are coming first, so we know that the first will be seven good years. And then you have another seven bad cows and thin cows coming out of the R. That would represent seven bad years. Very, very simple interpretation of this dream. And since 
the cows and the shvolim were in a numeral of seven. Uh, since it's seven, it, it would be Miramas seven times, seven growths of Shvalim. And since the Gidl Smiach is only once a year, so it would be understood. So, oh, so seven growths, that would be seven years. And even the Paris would represent that, as we said earlier. How do you have fat Paris? The, how, the, reason, the way how you have it is that there's lots of grain. So the shavash, so the paris are showing that there's going to be so much grain that the livestock will be very successful, and then you have the grain itself, which expresses obviously just the actual farmland. Everything will be doing really, really well, and that would be for seven years. And that comes through grinding, uh, through uh, plowing, until uh, until the ladisha, uh, and also the ladisha is when the when the, the cows are grinding and breaking the wheat, that would be with, of course, the seven healthy cows. So this is Sheva Pam and Sheva Shem. Seven times, seven years. Very clear. So Alpi calls that ain't moving claw. That Aleph. So according to this, it's not understood. We have a few questions. First of all, Aleph, heich yitachin, shechartumei mitzrayim lai omdu adavar pasha kol kacha pisru sechleim ba'ifen shalai hayu kaila nichnas ma'azlev shapari. First of all, how is it that the sorcerers and the interpreters of Mitzrayim were not able to give such a simple explanation? And they gave interpretations that Pari didn't like. It wasn't nichnas, it didn't enter his ears, meaning he didn't, uh, didn't appreciate it. And Bez, Ma haya geidel ha'chash pisun yeseh shagar on the power, his spilas deil kol kach, at sha'asu mishnah lacha. What was the great wisdom of Yosef that it, it caused such a, a spilas that, that Pari made him the second in command? So the Aleph and Beis is really one question, two parts of the same question. Why couldn't the Khartoumi Mitzrayim figure out? And what was the great wisdom of Yosef that he did figure it out? Then Beis, take if l'achrish yasayim Yosef, l'hashmiel l'parit, es pisran ha'chalayim, himshich Yosef b'dvar b'had gishay, a'idei zeh sh'pasach b'y ha'mosef, b'vav ha'mosef, sh'inyan zeh hu behemshich l'amr l'fanav, so the next question is, right after Yosef inter- uh, gives the interpretation of the dream, Yosef continues, and he stresses it. And this is stressed by the idea that it actually has a vav ha We always know that the vav and is coming to say, it's a continuation of what I'm saying earlier. So he gives the interpretation. He says, and, as if this is a continuation of the interpretation of the dream, that now Pari should perceive and should appoint someone who's going to prepare during the seven good years all the grain that will be needed for the seven years of hunger. So the higher the question is, why is Yosef getting mixed up into the Yana Malucha? Pyre never asked him to give advice. All he asked was to interpret the dreams. Once Pyre would have the interpretation, he'd make his own decisions. Why is Yosef adding his advice, and he's adding it as if it's like part of the interpretation of the dream itself, by adding that and the vav. So I'm a farshim kasfu, dezeshi hoisif, yosif eitza ve'ata yara parei, and mishuzeh hizbul apara tam ha'tachts ma'ashahar kadosh baruch lepara cholem etzashah alakim asa, oiseh. The farshim wanted to say that this that yosif added the advice is because he was trying to explain to parei why Hashem gave these visions to him. The reason why Hashem gave these visions is in order for you to prepare. 
that what a God is going to do, he's showing to you, and the purpose obviously is, that the Kavana is not in order to cause you pain, like, oh, it's going to be horrible for seven years, but rather it's to prepare you that you should appoint the proper people and, and put them in the proper positions. He says, but this isn't enough of an explanation. Because if this is, uh, if th- this is a part of what Yosef's doing, meaning as he's trying to explain to Pyre why Hashem is giving him this dream, then he should have said that. Right? The way how we have the, uh, the, the, the conversation is, it seems that Yosef is just there to interpret the dream. He's not giving reasons why Pyre had the dream. He's just giving the interpretation. And this whole advice that he's giving is part of the tip- interpretation. But if we're saying that he changed gear, that he said the interpretation, then he on his own gave this, or not his own, he's explaining to Pyre why Hashem gave him the dream, which wasn't what Pyre really asked for. But Yosef understands that Hashem gave him this dream for a particular reason. And then he gave that advice, which maybe is okay, even though Pyre didn't ask him because he's telling why Hashem is giving it to him. But it, the Pasuk should have said that. But he doesn't say that. It just implies that it's a continuation of what was being said earlier. Okay, and Gimel, Kevin she'inyan v'tapaim ruchai tapar ha'yib neshalah ha'yib yadai pisra nechalayim. He says since the reason why Pari's uh, spirit was agitated because he didn't have a proper interpretation for this dream. And that's why he brought Yosef from the pit. That that why was it that after the finishing of the interpreting of the dream through Yosef, the Pasi tells us that it was good, which can mean everything, also the advice, or maybe since it's right after the advice, could be referring to only the advice of Yosef, well, the good be'ene par. He says, what it should have said is that the interpretation was good in the eyes of Par. Par was agitated, he was upset. He's asking all the Khartoumi, no one can help. So they bring Yosef. And he gives an interpretation. It should have said, oh, the interpretation was good in the eyes of Pari. But it doesn't bother saying that. All it says is, which the implication of the Pasuk is that it's referring to the advice and the counsel that Yosef gave, or at least um, it's, it's, it's also referring to the advice of Yosef, but he's not emphasizing that the Pisran was also good. Why not? It's just the matter, everything that Yosef told him. One way to say, again, just advice, or the whole thing that Yosef told him was good. Why doesn't it stress the idea, the main point, that the, that the interpretation was good? That's not mentioned at all, clearly. And a, a very strong question is, since these questions are very obvious questions, and it's questions in Pshutish and Mikra, why don't we find these, uh, any answers for these questions in Rashi, which he's the head, he's the top of all the Pashtanim, all those who explain the Psukim according to the literal interpretation. As we know that his Hebrew answers all the questions which are Pshutish and Mikra. Rashi. He says it must be that the explanation to this is either understood on its own Meaning is that if you just read the psukim and you interpret not just the words according to the simple meaning, but also the context of what's going on, like meaning is just visualized on a very basic level what the story is 
is, is being said, you'd be able to figure it out. Or the answer is somewhat hinted in a Rashi, in a previous Rashi. So, base. So, just to recap the questions, right? So, question number one it was what was the great Chachma of Yosef, and, and why weren't the Chatumi Pare able to figure out the interpretation of the dream? It seems very obvious. Two, why is Yosef giving his advice on his own? And it's, as we said, it's with a Vav HaMaisif. Three, when the, when the, at the end of the parsha it says that Vadavar, it implies that only the, the counsel of Yosef was good. It doesn't mention anything. Vitav, the Pisran was good in the eyes of Pare. And the last question is, why doesn't Rashi give any answers for these prior three questions? He says, well, understand this first by explaining a previous Rashi, that, that earlier on in the parasha it says that there's no interpretation to Pare. So Rashi explains that there were interpretations, but Pare didn't like them, because they were saying that you will give birth to seven daughters, and seven daughters you will bury. That was one of their interpretations. The Chayrin Imun. Aleph, L'shem Mai Hutzich Rashi, the Farsh Mai Pesren Shachatumim. Why does Rashi need to give it like an example or give what the interpretation of the uh, sorcerers were? And it wasn't enough just explaining the Pasuk that there were interpretations, but Pare, it didn't, it didn't enter, it wasn't accepted by Pare, and he wasn't, uh, didn't have Kairos Ruach from it. So base. He says the source of this explanation is actually from the Medrash, because the Pasuk has no hint that, it, they, that they give this answer of seven daughters. But the Medrash gives this interpretation of the seven daughters only regarding the seven cows. We think the seven cows, the good cows and the bad cows, the seven daughters that you'll give birth, the seven bad cows are the seven daughters that you'll bury. And then the Medrash continues. That the seven good, uh, similarly they said that the seven shvalim hatayvis, those are seven uh, kingdoms you will conquer, and the seven shvalim harois, these will be seven provinces which will rebel against you. So my time is Shina Rashi Why does Rashi change? From the Medrash. The Medrash in the source implies that each, that the, the Khartoumim were giving, gave two interpretations. One interpretation for the dream of the cows, and then they gave a second interpretation regarding the, uh, regarding the Shvalim. But Rashi learns in his, pitch, uh, in, in his, his that the Khartoumim also only gave one shot, that they, they, the Khartoumim also understood that the Shava Paris and the Shava Shvalim are really one dream, in a sense, or one interpretation for both. And they understood that it meant the Sheva, Banais, but where does Rashi get them from? He says, He says, even, especially, he says, since the logical Svaru uh, would be that the two dreams of Parai are trying to represent two ideas. That's why he had two dreams. And he says, this idea that there's two dreams and therefore it's probably two interpretations, we actually see even in Yosef's interpretation that he has to explain, part of the explanation is, oh, why did you have it twice if it's the same? Like Rashi, because Yosef says it's all one, seven good years, seven bad years. 
So I, why were there two dreams? So Yosef has to explain it's to tell you that it's going to happen right away. So if Yosef has to, in a sense, answer that, obviously you wouldn't have thought it was the, that, that the two things are just uh, one idea which is going to happen very quickly. What makes more sense to say is those two separate ideas. So why is Rashi learning in the Khartoumim that they also learned it was one idea? Abir B'zeh. So the explanation of this last question, again, question Bayes over here, is that this interpretation of the Khartoumim, this is the interpretation that actually fits according to Pshut Shemikra. And therefore, the Khartoumim only said this one interpretation. And this also will explain to us why the Khartoumim made a mistake and they did not translate it. So this is the answer of the Sikh really in short, but we're going to flesh it out, that this that Rashi gave only one of the interpretations, not like the Medrash that brought both, it's clear, that he only brings uh, one interpretation because that, because that will be what fits according to Pshut HaShemikra. Okay? That according to Pshut HaShemikra, the Khatumim only would have said one Pisra. That fits according to Pshut HaShemikra. And according to this idea, we'll also understand why they wouldn't have explained the Kapshute, that it's taught, referring to hunger and all that, good years and bad years. And then we'll also understand what the Chiddush of Yosef was, which these were our, our main questions in the Sicha. Sivgimu. According to this Diyak in Pirish Rashi, that everybody, even the Pachartumim, everybody understood that it was just one interpretation for everything. It's understood that it's impossible to say, like the Medrash seems to say, the Medrash seems to say that the Chidush of Yosef was at the beginning of his interpretation, where he said that, oh, both of those dreams is really one, that the big Chidush of Yosef was that all the other Khartoumim thought it was two dreams. Obviously, two ideas are being said over here. While Yosef's Chidush was, no, 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 it's one idea. He says that would not be the Chidush of Yosef, according to what we explained. Not like how the Medrash learns that the Chatumim thought it was two totally different interpretations, and therefore, since it's two ideas, they couldn't have learned it, meaning it's just translated about hunger, because why would Hashem tell him about hunger uh, two times? So therefore, they had to say, oh, must be talking about other things. Uh, so reasoning is because we know that Rashi only brings one interpretation for the Khartoum and that it's referring to daughters. So it must be that Pshute Shemikra, not like the Medrash, because the Medrash is explaining Alpi Medrash. But according to Rashi, who's trying to explain the simple interpretation, it's clear that that was not the Chiddush of Rashi, uh, of Yosef, that it's one dream. Everybody understood it was one dream. So that's very important that we cannot uh, try to explain this as the Chiddush of Yosef. Uh, again, the Rebbe now, Sifdali, was going to take care of another detail, but still we're not getting to the actual explanation of all these questions. We're just trying to flesh out really uh, what Rashi's stance is, and then we can explain why Rashi's stance is like that. 
The Barbanel is trying to explain like this 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 question that all the Mephorsh are being bothered with, which it's which is what's the Khidish of Yosef and why couldn't the Khartoumim figure it out? The Barbanel wants to say like this that the general differences between the Yosef and the Khartoumim were Khartoumim Yadu Khachmas Pisranachalaim. The Khartoumim knew the wisdom, meaning is the like the science behind interpreting dreams. They had certain rules. And all that, whatever it is. And they knew that the power of imagination, which affects one's dreams, is just a marshal, it's a parable uh, for other ideas. Therefore, according to the, their interpretation, the dream wasn't. You don't have to. T- it wasn't referring to cows or wheat, kibshutai, which cows and wheat would obviously be referring to the uh, the health of the economy. Um, rather, he says it's a muscle for the daughters and kingdoms. He says, Yosef, he understood what the Zeruch is not just mitzad, the rules and the wisdom of the ability to translate dreams. That the, he understood that this is not like all other dreams which do have an, are affected by one's imagination and therefore they're just really parables and uh, they're, symbol, some, uh, they're symbols for other ideas. Rather, he was told from above that this dream you have to kind of translate differently than the, the regular rules of dream translation, and you have to learn that the paris and the shvalim mean kipshutai. So that was the ruach HaKadosh that Yosef had, and therefore he didn't follow the chachma and the science of his day, because he knew by his prophecy that he, he shouldn't follow it, rather it means kipshutai. So that's how the Barbanel wants to explain the chiddush of Yosef. He says, but this doesn't work for Rashi. He says, because according to Pshutta Shamikra, the, the style of Rashi, we don't find any differences in dreams and the different ways of translating the dreams of Pshutta Shamikra. This idea that there was a Chachma Satava and then there's a way how to translate the dream of Pshutta we don't find that anywhere in Rashi. We don't find that anywhere in the Chumash, in the simple reading. He says, especially since we had many dreams already in the Torah until this point in time, and all the dreams that we had until now were all interpreted kibshutai, not as like a hint for something else, especially not a very far ring of seven cows and seven daughters, like connection between cows or wheat and daughters, very hard to understand. Um, rather, we, we've always seen that they're translated kibshutai. Starting from Yaakov's dream, that uh, yes, he had a dream that there is a ladder reaching up from the earth, reaching to the heavens, and the angels of God are going up and coming down. And the translation was simple, was was kipshute, like the literal translation of the words. That the Malachim that accompany him Eretz Yisrael are going back up to heavens. And then you have Malachim which are uh, designated for Chutzlarts. They're going down in order to accompany him while he's doing his travels in Chutzlarts. So we learned that dream, Kapshutai. 
Similarly, the other dream of Yaakov, when he was by Lovin, that he sees in his dream that the, uh, the goats were coming up, uh, not the goats, the, uh, the, the male sheep were, were going on the females, and they were, all of them had, they were their kudim, they were ringed, they were speckled, and they had uh, stripes. And also similar to our situation, Yosef's dream, that they had they were gathering wheat, right, or, or grain, similar to our parsha, we're talking about the Shvalim. And my grain stood up, and all the other ones bowed down to it. That the brothers of Yosef understood that they will eventually bow down to him, and it was uh, we, we connected to the idea of tvua. And similarly, by the secondary. And it's also, it's obvious, that the interpretation of these dreams would refer to years of, of, of surveya and years of famine. Because this is something which is relevant to all of Mitzrayim. So you're giving a dream to the king. Hashem is going to give a dream to the king only if it's something which has a national consequence, not something which is like his own private affairs. Like Hashem is going to come to, like why did Pari deserve to have nevuahs or prophecies or dreams about his own personal family. Uh, right? Something which is negate really the whole world, is negate the whole Mitzrayim, and eventually, as we know, all the countries around Mitzrayim have to get rain from there. So to have a prophecy which is relevant to the whole world, fine, that makes sense. But why would he have a prophecy about his own kids? Like, uh, wh- wh- what's the relevance? Um, especially, especially since the interpretation that we're giving has, it's not even like the simple interpretation. You have to take it out of the simple ter- interpretation, which is that it's a national issue. And we're saying, no, 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 it's, nothing to do, it's not a national. Let's translate this as your own daughters, which have nothing to do with the dreams, really. It's just a mashal for something which is completely irrelevant to the actual subjects being, the, uh, the subjects and objects of the dream. So that is the problem with that. So therefore the Rebbe is not satisfied, or Rashi is not satisfied with the Barbanel's chat. So Habir Bizet. So this is the explanation. So just to recap before we get to the explanation, again, our main questions that we're having is, what was the Chiddush of Yosef? And why couldn't the Khartoum and Mitzrayim figure it out? Why is, second question is, why is Yosef giving his own advice? Third question was, why does Pare say, that the council was good? Why did, and, and the fourth question is, why doesn't Rashi address this at all? And then we just had a few more questions just in Rashi himself, was why does he give the interpretation of the Khartoumim that it's talking about, first of all, that both dreams, both dreams are really one idea, um, or that, that it's one idea, and also why does he even bother giving, telling us what their interpretation was? So let's get to the beer. The main issue with this dream, the main problem that we're having is, is really the 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 continuation of the dream. That after the the seven the, uh, the seven cows, the seven weak cows come out of the yar, it says that the 
the, the, these cows stood next to the good cows, that the Shvacha cows are standing at the same time next to the good, healthy cows. And then it says that they swallowed them up. If the seven pars that came from the yard afterwards are expressing a second period of seven years, which will be hunger, how are they being at the same time as the seven good cows? If it's years, it's time. Time is linear. So you have seven good years. After the seven good years, you have seven bad years. How could you have them at exactly the same time, the good years and the bad years? Uh, it doesn't make sense. The beginning of a year only finishes after the previous year. Therefore, the Khartoumin interpreted it that it's referring to seven daughters you'll give birth to and seven daughters you will bury. Because this interpretation, both ideas can be at the same time. That you will give birth to seven daughters, and at the same time, you will also unfortunately lose seven of your daughters. He says, people at that time, especially a king, especially Pari, who was the king of Mitzrayim, which is a, a king of a country which was very involved in, in Zima, which is uh, lewd types of behaviors, he for sure had many wives and many palachim, concubines. That he had seven daughters he gave birth to, and at that same time he lost seven other daughters. Right? He probably had many, many, many kids. So it could be that one year he lost seven daughters, at the same time he had seven daughters that were born to him. And it's also understood the interpretation about the eating and the swallowing of the, of the good cows and, and the good grain. He says, because the, the suffering, the Agmas Nefesh, of burying one's children is completely swallows and negates the Simcha that a person would have for giving birth to seven daughters. He'd be so much Tsar, he, doesn't even, he's, he can't even be happy. Therefore, it fits, that fits well. Masha'in came, Sheva Malchisat Machabesh, the Sheva Parchios Meredesbach. But regarding the second interpretation the Medrash gave, that it's referring to seven kingdoms you will conquer and seven provinces will rebel against you. This is something which is not very common, that a person's conquering, like he's warring against seven countries at the same time, and that's very weird. As it's understood that it's not really the derech of one king to go fight seven kingdoms at the same time. Well, you first conquer one country, and then you go to the next one, and the next one. Um, as we know, that you know, part of the reason why World War II was lost by the uh, Germans was because they kept on opening up new fronts. They, had, they were fighting on three fronts, which was crazy, and therefore that was a big part of the reason why they uh, lost. This is the reason why Rashi brought the interpretation of the Khartoumim. Why, so one of our questions was, why does Rashi give an example of what the, or telling us what the 
interpretation of the sorcerers were. Just tell us that Papyri wasn't happy with what's relevant, what it was. He didn't like it anyway. He says, because... It's because this is giving the hint and stressing why they didn't explain the dream that it's referring to years of plenty and years of hunger. Because that's our, our, the main question. That was one of the questions we had. What's the Chiddush of Yosef? And also, why couldn't the Khartoum figure it out? And we said, Rashi doesn't even discuss this. Because it must be so obvious he doesn't need to even discuss it. Or he, he explained it or hinted to it in a previous Rashi. So they were saying, yes, he did hint to it. By bringing this interpretation of the Khartoumim, he's telling us what the issue was. By looking at how they were interpreting it, we can figure out what they were trying to solve. Because what's the Maila in this interpretation? The Maila is that two things are happening at the same time. That A, first of all, Rashi's not giving both interpretations, saying both of these things are one. And so therefore, it's something which would be something common, unlike the, the Malchias fighting seven wars at the same time, it's going to be something which would be common. And at the same time, it would be something that could happen at the same, you'd be doing both of these things at the same time. You're, you're having daughters, you're having all these things together. There's seven cows. At the same time, there's seven cows. There's also seven um, of the weak, seven good cows, even the seven bad cows. By years, how can you have all 14 years at the same time? It's going to be seven and then another seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not 14 all at the same time. But him, it makes sense. You had seven daughters. At the same time, you're having seven daughters. You lost seven daughters. Works very, very well. He had all 14 things happening at the same time. And Vav. Now we can understand this was also the main, the Chiddush of Yosef. Therefore, right after he translates the dream according to Pshutai, that the Shava Paris Hatavis, the Shava Shalom Hatavis, Hain Shava Shneha Savea, Varais, Haim Shava Shneha Rav, Hutrich Lahazbe Hechra Parha Paris, Rais, Baifin Shal, Tamoyne Itza Paris, Asvasiar, Shibtamza, Pisra Khartoum, Baifin Akhakna. He, right after he gave the simple interpretation, he needs to right away explain to Rash, uh, Paray, why they're standing next to each other. Because that's really the main problem. So he gives interpretation. Everyone's like, yeah, obviously that's interpretation. But what are you going to say about all 14 things, seven good, seven bad, exactly, uh, happening exactly the same time? Therefore, Yosef adds, not as an Indian for itself, like, oh, why is Hashem giving you this dream? Because he wants you to, he wants to tell, you know, give you advice or help you prepare. No, because as we said, that can't be the interpretation, else the Pasuk would have said that. Rather, with the Vav he says it's part of the interpretation. Yes, because the part of the interpretation is explaining what does it mean that they're all, all, all the cows and all are there standing by the earth at the same moment. He says, That Pari should point for himself, or should find a, a, a very smart individual, and he should appoint officers on the land, and he should prepare the land and shrine during the seven years of plenty. And he should gather all the food of the good years, and he should, um, uh, and he should gather this food. And then this food would be put aside for the seven years of hunger. Because this, through adding that idea, he's able to explain how could you have both periods of seven years happening at exactly the same time. He says, 
כאשר תקף בהסכולס, שווה שני הסבי הנאסס הפעולס הנדרשת לצורך זמן, שווה שני הרב. He says, because right at the beginning of the seven years of plenty, you start preparing, you start doing acts which will be needed for the time of hunger, and already at that time you're gathering and making uh, storage houses of food for the years of famine. It means is that during the purish of this is that at during the times of the seven years of Sevea, at exactly the same time, you already have the seven years of hunger in your mind and in your seichel and in your emotions and even you're, it's there. You're, you're thinking, you're preparing. This is something which is very relevant, not just in seven years. It's relevant right now. How I'm going to eat my food and how I'm going to be preparing the food and how I'm going to be storing the food, I'm doing all of this in a way of knowing that I have to prepare for the next seven years. The same time, the other, also on the other way. During the seven years of hunger, at that same time, you have the seven years of plenty. Why? Because you're being, you're, they were being supported by the food and the grains that were put aside during the years of Sevea. Right? So they're, in a sense, eating and swallowing the seven years, uh, of the seven good years. So during the seven years, they had all the food and everything at the same time. At, they had the food during the seven, hunger, seven years of hunger. So they were, again, they were standing at the same time. And eventually, of course, over the seven years, they would consume all of the food. And then at the end of the seven years, they would be, you know, the net would still be zero. So they wouldn't uh, come out on top, but, you know, at least they'll survive. So Apiza moving a Musbar Lashna Kasav Yitavadavar, Hainu Be Eitzav, Loy Atsam, Hempistram, Bene Power of Ene Kalavada. Now we can understand, uh, and, it's, and it's clear, the Lashna of the Pasik. It was good in the, his eyes. What does that mean, his good in his eyes? That, that the council was good, the Eitzav was good, not the essential uh, Pisrain, because the Pisrain that it's referring to years of severe, we said is obvious. The problem was, how are you going to explain that they were there together? So the Eitzav was the explanation to that question. And what was the praise that Pariv gave Yosef? It was, There's nobody as smart and wise as you. And he doesn't stress at all the main quality, that you're the best translator of dreams. Because that wasn't the Chiddush that he was able to translate it. It was that he was able to give an explanation of the issues in the dream. He says the main Chiddush of Yosef was not that he was able to say what the dream meant, but rather he was able to explain how the seven good years and the seven years of hunger are happening at exactly the same time. And the idea again is, it's because during the seven years of Sevea, you're not just gouging yourself and, you know, living from paycheck to paycheck because you're making so much money, let's just eat it all up. Rather, during that time, you're already living as if there's a hunger, in a sense, and you're putting stuff away, you're preparing, you're putting things into savings, and also during the times of the hunger, you were actually living off of those savings, so therefore everything fits in, fits. Another way of saying this is, 
Another way of saying this is that his great wisdom is that he was able to show to Parai that the dream above was not just telling Parai what Hashem is going to be doing, but more than that. It's Hashem in the dream itself. Hashem is also telling him how to take care of the issue, how to prepare for the next 14 years. So this answers all the questions. Uh, just to quickly go through them, just to make sure everyone gets the answers. Our first question was, why, what was the Chiddush of pa, Yosef and, and not the Khartoum in that? I think we explained already quite clearly. And then the continuation to question two was, why is Yosef giving advice? So the answer is the advice is actually part of the interpretation. That was the Chiddush of Yosef, that the advice was part of the dream. Why the seven cows, good cows and bad cows, how could they be there at the same time if they're referring to years? Third one is, why does it say Biyitavadav, which implies that the counsel was good in the eyes of Pari? The whole, it should have been that the interpretation was good in the eyes of Pari. So the answer is because the interpretation was obvious. The problem was the questions in the interpretation. Therefore, the advice was actually the answer to that issue. And of course, Rashi does, uh, you know, in the style of Rashi, address these questions either by reading the Psukim, um, part of it by just reading the Psukim and understanding what's going on, and of course, also by the remez that Rashi gave in that other Divra Maschal, which, wow, we had two questions that out of the Divra Maschal was, in Sif Beis was, a, why does Rashi have to give an interpretation of the Khartoumim? The reasoning is because that is the remez, really what the Chiddush of Yosef was and what the issues of the Khartoumim were. And we also explained, the next question is, why doesn't he give two interpretations like the Medrash? The reasoning is he's, because according to him, according to Rashi, um, it's very clear that it could only refer to one idea because the second idea of the Malchias and stuff is not something which is very common something which is probable that would have happened. But the Shavad Banais, that's something that makes sense that would happen, that Pari would have seven daughters and bury seven daughters. That Alpipshut Shemikra is something which is more plausible. Okay, so now we're up to Zion. Abir Bezeb Pnim Sinyan. I'm going to explain this Alpipshut Sinyan. Cholay Mes Pari, Upisran Yosef HaYasiba Bascholos Lagalz Betzrayim Regulash Rachrael. You know that the dreams of Pari and the interpretation of Yosef was the cause and the beginning of Galz Betzrayim. And eventually, of course, the Geula, which will happen afterwards. Look at R forty-seven. Now he says that the dream of Pare and having Yosef as the ruler over the land that was dependent also the Geula of the Yidden for Galus Mitzrayim. It also began at that time, and explained in different places really to see. What he says, but the idea is that it's not just the it's because Bapashtus, I guess, when you read, read the story, it seems like Yosef's dream only really started the Gulf because everybody came down. But the Rabbis learning Hapid of Al Sheikh and also the Ayatayra that it also was the beginning, that also was the beginning of the Geula, which would happen. Um, fine. Uh, because it's because of course because of these things that's what caused Yosef to be the ruler and that caused the children of Yaakov to eventually come down to Mitzrayim. Yaakov and his children to come down to Mitzrayim. Therefore, in this interpretation of the dream, will be expressed the Golas and the Gula. That when Hashem will return the captives of Sion, we will be like dreamers. 
So we know that Golas is compared to the dream. Right? So we will be like dreams, meaning the Golas that we experience will be like a dream task. It says, by Yid, in the times of Golas, he's able to have two opposite ha- things happening at exactly the same time. He's able to have Ava to Elokos during the times of Tevila, and at the same time, he's also able to have worries about his Panasa. So, how can you have, like, you love Hashem, and at the same time, you're worried about Panasa? It seems like such an opposite. You have Petach and all these things, at the same time, you're worried. In Golas, you can have opposites. Therefore, in the dream of Pari, which was expressing the idea of Golas, because the seven years of hunger would, would eventually bring uh, Yaakov and his children to Mitzrayim, expresses opposites. They were there at the same time. The seven Paris, the seven good years and the seven bad years are at the same time. In addition, that all ideas of Zman always happen one after the other. As what is time, past, present, future? But over here, you had two different and opposite periods of time. One is seven years of of of, of plenty, and then and also years of hunger. Was, and it was at the same time. So this is a hint of the Hebrew that you can have during the times of Golas, of Avala Lukus, which is the Shnasa Seveya, together with the Tirdus Harpanasa, which is the Shnasa Rav. Now we can understand that the interpretation of Yosef, the main thing was the connection of opposites. The Dushi Chasidus Mavur. And Chassiz explains the reasoning why Yosef was the, specifically had to be Yosef the one that gave the interpretations. He says, with a quick introduction, why it had to be Yosef is that simply, or Pshutai, Pitam, that the reasoning why at the time of sleep you're able to have opposites is because your seichel is not being is not working there. Rather, it's your imagination. The koyach of imagination doesn't have to make sense, and you can have opposites. And similarly, by the zmanagolus, you can have opposites. Watch. Because we're not the the, the, the mind, the higher supernal mind, is not revealed, and even the mind of the neshama is not revealed. So if the, the, the supernal mind would be revealed, then everything would have to make sense. So if a person has Ava to Elokus and Betach and all these things, then it would completely pervade him. All he would know about is Hashem, and Hashem takes care of everything, and he wouldn't worry about the pronouncement. The only thing that would matter to him is Hashem, A, and B, he knows everything would work out. But it's not revealed. So therefore, it's, it's, it's hidden, this light. Therefore, it has a little bit of the light, so therefore he has this Ava, but on the other hand, it's not completely taking over him. It's not shining up the room, so to say, that he doesn't have any worries. So that's the apipshute. But the pnimistic reason how you can have these opposites is it's not because of a lack that there's no gilalikos. It's rather It's because the the shirish of the time of gulls is actually on a higher level than a period of time which is not gulls. 
This comes from Bechinus Agulim Shalamayla Meschalkas Akavim Lamayla Mata Kama Igul Kapshutish Ein Ba'i Roish Vesay. It becomes it comes from the level of Igulim Lamayla. This is the level of circles, uh, which the difference between circles and lines are. Lines are linear, right? You have the top of the line, you have the middle of the line, you have the end of the line, but a circle doesn't have a beginning or an end. So when we're talking about something which is like a circle, it's coming from a level of a circle, we refer to that the idea of Gaulus is actually coming from a madrig which is higher than Tam Vadas. So it's coming from a level which is higher than Ashtasha. So these rules of Seichel don't need to work. It's because we're rising above the limitations of the created realm. Therefore, this level is actually enclosed with Behelem. We don't realize it's coming from this high level, but it's within the dream. And not at the time when the Kaychas Chachma and Seichel is revealed, because Chachma and Seichel is the idea of division. It's the idea of being linear and everything making sense, everything has a time period. And therefore, Chachma cannot appreciate the idea of Gulm. It's too. It's it's a contradictory to the idea of Chachma and Seichel. It's specifically at the time of dreams, at the power of imagination, that you're able to, in a sense, rise higher than Seichel. This was the idea that Yosef specifically was the interpreter of the dreams. The Shoresh Yosef Ma'ilam Ha'agulim, because Yosef Shoresh comes from this world of Igulim. Therefore, only Yosef was able to remove the clothing and, and that which was hiding on this level of Agulim. And Yosef was able to reveal this idea of the dream and make it make sense. That even in this world, we're able to see, oh, how can you have these two opposites? He reveals, at the same time, it's in this world that you're having these two opposite time periods at the same time in a revealed way, in a way that's beneficial. Uh, for, for, uh, for uh, even in Adam Now we understand why the main pistron of Yosef wasn't the idea that he was able to say that the seven cows, the seven years of uh, plenty, and the seven weak cows, and years of hunger. Rather, the main chiddush of Yosef was he was saying he was able to explain how there could be opposites. Because specifically, this idea of the opposites is, is able to express what this root and the source of this dream was, that it comes from the level of Agulim. And through the interpretation of Yosef also came the Kayach for the Geula. That we will remove the Halim and Lavush of this dream. As we said earlier that the dream of Yosef, these dreams, sorry, of Pyre, which Yosef interpreted, is not just the source of Golas, but it's also the source of the Geula. So the Golas is that you have the, having these opposites in these dreams. But Yosef translates it, and he makes, and he tells us what to do. He, he shows that the divine plan within these dreams. So the idea is that Yosef also is removing the shackles of Golas. The Helen is really the Golas. Once it becomes revealed, that's the level of a Gulen, and that's not Golas, that's the idea of a Gula. Therefore, in the Pisran itself, you have Golas and Gula. The Shlemus will be loss of love when Hashem will not be covered up. The master will not be covered up anymore without any clothing, meaning we'll be able to see without any Levushim. And that Hashem will be one, just like the way he's written. That's also the way he's being called. The idea being is that there'll be uh, everything will make sense and be clear, even in this world. The levels of Agulim will be in this world revealed way um, without the contradictions. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that's going to be Alpi Seichel. It's that the levels which are higher than Seichel will be able to reveal within the realm of Seichel.